This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is an RNZ podcast. I'm sitting with Louis and Marina at Tongariro Crossing Lodge, who they contacted me. Well, how long ago was that, Louis? You, you, you sent me a message on Facebook. Months ago, I think it was October, maybe, or even September. <laughs> you must have wondered, is this going for real? Is this <laughs> some sort of Facebook scam going on here? But I've finally made it, and it's been such a pleasure to kind of catch up because I feel like I have been mucking people around, you know, who had contacted me. Just quickly give me an introduction to yourself, and then, Marina, you give me an introduction to yourself in terms of what brought you here and, and the, you know, how you came to be together. Um, so I'm from South Africa originally and moved to New Zealand in 2001. I lived in Auckland and, uh, what's it, seven years ago, met Marina. Mm-hmm. Then um, worked in the IT world in, in Auckland, big corporate world, and decided we needed a break and bought this lodge here in National Park um, just over a year ago. And um, so, yeah. and what, how long have you been in New Zealand, Marina? Uh, 18 years, so just one year before Louis came here, I guess. Yeah, so uh, in 2000. So, you're you have two children, one was born in Russia, one, yep. one here in New Zealand. So, mm-hmm. and now you have another generation here as well, I believe, yes, I, yeah. because I've met them. <laughs> so, um, uh, Six years ago, my parents, my Russian parents, came to New Zealand, so relocated and made that brave move, just packed everything up in two suitcases and started a new life in New Zealand with us, yeah. So they've lived in Auckland with us uh, for five, six years, and then, yeah, moved here to National Park, (laughs) representing the biggest Russian community in the area. (laughs) (laughs) So now, in terms of the family business, like, had you had anything to do with that before you came here? Um, no, we'd never done anything in this in this field before, business-wise. But it's always something we wanted to do, and had a passion for travelling and meeting people from around the world. So when you when you take, because you guys are not old, like what what age bracket are you? Forties, when early, early 40s. 40s. Yep. <laughs> so you made this major decision in your lives, you know, like uh, not only to relocate. Uh, geographically, but also mm. massive, massive uh, shift in terms of your careers. How's how's it been in that year? Have you regretted? <laughs> Have you never looked back? What's the story? I wouldn't say we've never looked back. You obviously look back where you've come from. The moments where you getting up at uh, 5.30 to, to make someone a breakfast f- for 6 a.m. And, uh, and then that same night you're waiting some, for someone to arrive at 11 o'clock at night and you're wondering, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what have we done? <laughs> yeah. But then, then you, you go on Facebook or Twitter. I, I use Twitter a lot and uh, you see all these people up in Auckland 
struggling to get into the work and traffic and talking about how busy it is and you just think well this is a, a, a beautiful place to be you look out the window and you can see Ruapai you can see Mount Narahoe and then you, you realize it's you know we've done the right yeah. thing so when we've got days off they're real days off we don't do you know any admin we don't do any shopping like we just go on a bike ride or we go hiking and we explore our beautiful areas so it's just that's that's why that's one of the other many reasons why we never looked back yeah very cool. Well, long may you reign here in uh, your new, your newfound home. Yeah, welcome to New Zealand. <laughs> it is five thirty a.m. Saturday, the third of February. walking along one of the streets of National Park. I had to hang in here, went for a uh, good walk with Sasha, Marina's daughter, to uh, Tupa, Tupapakuru uh, track to the waterfall, right down to the waterfall. It used to be about two and a half hours, two, two and three quarter hours. It's meant to take about five hours or something. So it was a good, good walk full moon up there, just about a full moon, and I'm heading up to meet one of the shuttles that heads on out to uh, get to Tahi Road, this shuttle um, that will drop people off at the standard place for Tongariro. And then they'll take me on out to where they go and meet the people who are finishing the crossing. A little bit anxious about this actually, Tongariro Crossing. Such a renowned climb. And again, I've heard the only reason I'm doing it is today, I think this is the only day there was one campsite left in the Mangatapopo hut. Only one site left in the campground. So I'll be there, get to Mangatapopo uh, hut today, slog it, get to there, camp there tonight, and then walk back to National Park tomorrow and then on uh, Monday I'll get picked up by the uh, canoe company that I'm doing Wanganui River with. Once I complete all of that it's into the Tararuas, up to Palmerston and into the Tararuas and then finish the North Island, get down to that South Island. Anyway, we shall see what this Tongariro crossing has to offer. Twelve minutes past eight, Saturday the 3rd of February, and here I am sitting outside the uh, Manga Te Popo hut, watching the sun go down, 
and I'm sitting next to a young German fella by the name of Nick, who was one of the early arrivals here. Now it's a chocker hut in there. <laughs> and, and you've got a bed in there, haven't you? Yeah, it's getting pretty full now, but yeah. I can roll and got a spare bed. Now, you've got an interesting relationship with New Zealand. You've been out here studying and, and working. So what um, you when I spoke to you earlier, you said, well, it's just like lots of Germans when they leave school. <laughs> Coming to New Zealand is is just part of the the gig. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's getting more and more famous. So um, we actually cut a year of school in Germany. So people are finishing very early now. Oh, about really? 17, a- 18 years. Right. Or just turning 18 and finishing high school. So many, many people just, just take a gap. And coming to New Zealand is a very, very common thing. And what did you do when you got here? You, you... Um, yeah, I've, I've stayed in Lincoln for uh, one semester abroad and studied there. I'm studying environmental sciences back home. Um, yeah, I stayed there and then worked on a, on a pig farm for two months. Uh, this one was an outdoor farm. Oh. And it's free farmed pork, Patoa Farms, um, next to... Well, pretty close to Hamner Springs. But yeah, it was a great experience to work there. Huh. And then so so now you're traveling or? Uh, I was traveling after after working on the farm, but now I'm staying actually in Hamilton doing an internship at the Waikato Regional Council. And I'm working there with a soil scientist who is doing some research in, uh, in agriculture, for example, in comparing conventional and organic farming. Ah, and yeah, I'm helping him with that, and cool. that's that's a great experience. And, and what are some of the insights into that? Because I've always, <laughs> for years, I've thought New Zealand should just declare itself an organic farm for the world. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty interesting idea, but yeah, of course there are some some issues with organic farming you have to think about. sleeping bag it's the first time I've had the sleeping bag zipped right up with the um, the cord pulled in around my face so it's just my face showing in the sleeping bag so it was a chilly night I think um, just in the minuses here in the flanks of Tongariro 6.20 in the morning been hearing some stirrings for a little while. I'm out of my tent. I decided to not wait for a spare bunk in the hut. It was filling up, and uh, and I don't know the idea of being in a bunk, in a hut with eighteen, nineteen other people. I kind of thought, no, nah, I'll just go and get my little tent, put it up. Got up a couple of times during the night, beautiful clear night, full moon, so I couldn't really see a lot of stars. It was all a bit too bright, but um, clear sky. So those walking up Tongariro today will get a uh, wonderful view, as opposed to <laughs> my <laughs> crossing yesterday. Uh, so the people in the hut who are doing the crossing or a lot of them are doing what's called the northern circuit so they're doing three nights in huts they're going around up over the crossing and then around uh, come out back between Tongariro and Ruopehu but they want to get out and get going ahead of the masses probably going to lie in bed for another 10 minutes and then I'll start getting up and Taking my gear away, having a little bit of porridge, and 
start making my way to Whakapapa and then down to National Park. 29 k's to go. And it's a picture perfect day. Absolutely beautiful. The exact opposite of what it was yesterday. Yes, I think I did somehow sign a contract with Mother Father Nature that whenever I go anywhere near a location that is meant to have spectacular views, the mist and rain clouds will come in and I will have no view other than the mist in front of my face. <laughs> Damn, gotta say, we interrupt this program to bring you a self-indulgent moment on my behalf, just expressing how stunning this is. Walking from Manga to Popo Hut to Whakapapa. Scheduled as a three hour romp. That's beautiful. Just, you're still up enough on the flanks of Ruapehu. So you get this expanse view, which is wonderful, down over the bushes. And you can see the track ahead, because you can see above the bushes, you see this little line running through. The bush and it's going, ooh, that's quite a long way, bugger, because when I saw nine kilometers, three hours, kind of thought, wow, cool, nice cruise, and it is absolutely stunning cruise, but then when you see that line going through the bush, kilometers ahead of you, you go, oh, right, I've still got some walking to do, <laughs> but as I have experienced on Tararoa thus far, the moments of joy and beauty and bliss, they only come because the walking was done. Oh. That's why rich people get helicopters. Well, that's it for the long way home for this week. I'm getting closer and closer to that wonderful moment that I'm looking forward to finishing off the North Island and moving on to the South. Catch you next week. The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at iTunes or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks to Aotearoa. Bruce is also on Twitter, at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or just a hot shower along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. 
the long way home. Finua Fakapapa Fano. Follow us. Botox Cosmetic, Adobotulinum Toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.